Hey everybody, it's Jolie Herman, founder of Solo Parent Magazine. I thought I'd talk about an elephant in the room today. Money. I know, a lot of people who wrestle with their relationship with money, and I'm totally sympathetic to that. But like anything, the more you focus on a thing, the better you get to know it. And knowing what to do about your money is never a bad thing. In this episode, I'm going to talk about taking simple steps to make sure that your money is where it needs to be directly after separation or divorce. I'm not a certified financial anything. I'm just a person who's been through it, and I needed this advice when I was going through separation and divorce because I had so much going on, I couldn't think straight. So consider this Money 101 after divorce. It's over. It's official. There's no going back. You are so confused. You're exhausted. Your kids are whacked out of their minds. Who has time to think about finances? But the time is now, and the person is you. Get to your computer, get out your phone, and get the number for the local branch of your bank. Excellent. Now follow these steps. First, you're going to want to terminate joint accounts. Close those joint accounts as soon as possible because you do not want to be liable for any trip to Aruba that your ex puts on your joint credit card. Open your own account if you don't have one. Even if you are amicably splitting, this is a very empowering, important thing to do. And while you're at it, change all of your passwords for everything. Next, you're going to want to change the beneficiaries on all of your accounts that you'd set up with your ex. This includes insurance policies, IRAs, your will, any trusts. If your ex was a beneficiary on any account, you can replace your ex's name with your children's names and then choose someone who can administer these accounts in case you're unable to. And that can be a sibling, a cousin, a family friend, or even an attorney. Just make sure you trust that person. Empower yourself financially. One of the best ways to do this is by seeing how much money you have coming in and really knowing where and how you spend your money. I like using a program like QuickBooks because it helps me get really deep into the details about where my money goes so I can budget better. Some bank and credit card companies have tools on their websites to help see the categories your spending falls into, like how much money goes to utilities, how much to travel, how much goes to food. And the better picture you have, the better you can plan. The thing is, money is not a mystery. It's a reality. Numbers in your bank account are actual facts. And those facts are important to your well-being and your kids' well-being. So don't be afraid of getting to know where your money goes. Now get your bank statements and documents in order. The more documentation you have, the easier it will be to prove what belongs to you should the need arise. In a high-conflict divorce, the need will arise. If you need help with budgeting or want to talk with someone about getting out of debt, the National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a not-for-profit organization that has free or low-cost programs to help educate people about their finances. They have a very good debt consolidation program if that applies to your situation. Now build your team. Get to know the people at your bank and find someone you connect with there. Be frank with them. Tell them what's going on and ask what to do next. You have permission to get your own accountant. If you feel that you're being talked down to or if you don't understand what they're talking about, you have every right to find someone who's willing to treat you with respect. It's your money, after all. 
I had trouble finding an accountant for my small business, and I felt like I was being talked down to by one of the accountants I'd met. So I went to my banker, who had a list of people that they used as referrals. Other resources include your local chamber of commerce, the Better Business Bureau, Yelp, Angie's List, even the friend you have who gives great advice can be a really good resource. You might want to choose a financial advisor. You don't need to have a lot of financial muscle to have an advisor. Your bank has services to help you set up savings and money management vehicles, or else you can go to a consumer-friendly investment manager like Charles Schwab. Schwab actually has a good podcast about money, and you can learn more while you're driving to work. Finally, make sure that you are getting the child support that you deserve. According to a report from the United States Census Bureau, fewer than half of all parents in the United States get the child support that they are owed. Contact your local child support office or go to the website that's in the episode guide to find ways to get child support. Again, I'm not equipped to give a lot of advice about money, but I can talk to you about empowerment. And the more you know, the more empowered you will be. And you deserve it, solo parents. Hey, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Please follow us on Instagram at Solo Parent Podcast for goodies and more content. And tell your friends about us. Check our sister website, soloparentmag.com, for articles, resources, and advice. We're here to make your lives easier. The Solo Parent Podcast is recorded at Phosphor Studio and KCMO. It's produced by the shining Royce Diamond White, who's man in the recording studio. And a big shout out to Jason Orr and Jesse Black, who pull the strings here at Phosphor. Check them out at phosphorstudio.com. They're incredible. I'll see you next time. I'm Jolie Herman. Let me know what you want to hear about when you visit our Instagram page at Solo Parent Podcast. We might be solo, but we're not alone. Take care.